Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So one of my favorite books you've written is the Tips for Teens book. I think it's How Not to Suck at Life. Is that what it's called? Yes, yes. And I know the book is for a little bit older kids, but I think there's a lot of stuff in there that's really good that it's never too early to learn some of these lessons. So today, I want to talk about one of your tips, which is don't take yourself too seriously. And I called this why it's important to laugh at yourself because I am a comedian, so I laugh at myself literally all the time. So I want to unpack this a little bit because first I want to make sure we know that it's obviously it's important to be serious about your goals, right? And your commitments to yourself, your commitments to other people, be serious about, you know, trying to make yourself the best person you can be. But, and this is a question for you, Connor, have you ever met somebody that like maybe you noticed took themselves like a little bit too seriously? I think I know several people who would meet that criteria. (laughs) I think in a lot of cases, I become that type of person if I'm not careful. Um, And so part of the reason why I wrote that book, How to Not Suck at Life, was for teenage Connor, right? Because it's like looking back at my own life, what tips would have helped me? Uh, Because especially through my later 20s after college, I I became kind of very serious, very business-like, very you know, less lighthearted, took everything seriously and so forth. And so, uh, young, you know, Connor, uh, inside me or one of the little angels, devils on my shoulder, uh, that that's kind of how I can naturally fall into. So I can definitely relate. It's funny because my next question was, have you ever taken yourself too seriously? <laughs> so you answered that one. I can, I'm trying to picture young Connor I, and now I'm picturing you like, like a, like a kid in a suit. Like a ten-year-old in a <laughs> in a suit and a tie with a briefcase, writing fifty books at a time. <laughs> I was not. I, I guess like for for me, it wasn't that I was so serious in like a, I guess like a business-like sense. Maybe that's the wrong way to put it. It's it's that when I became so interested in uh, like freedom type issues, I, I I realized how serious of an issue that is for people in general. Like people are suffering. People are even being killed. The, the government is doing things that it shouldn't. It's harming people. So to me, it was like that level of seriousness that like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about these things. I'm writing about these things. I'm learning about these things. This is a, a serious issue. And so, you know, that, that may be uh, something to think of itself that like if we, uh, if we, if we aren't careful, we can let one part of our life affect another part. The fact that I was just reading these books should not have, you know, let me become so serious in other aspects of my life. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm No, it I'm does. And actually, it. you got me thinking because I was going to comment after and say, I've always been the other way where I almost, I almost laugh at myself a little too much. But you remind me of a time when I first started reading all these books that we tell our, our listeners about. And a lot of people didn't want to hang around me, <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you, because I took everything so seriously. And, and, and it was like you, you get, like you said, really passionate about it because you see how, you know, these are very important issues. People are getting hurt and, and whatnot. Um, but there's also different ways. Like I know there's a lot of people who use comedy or use lighthearted things to make the world a better place. So there's, there's both things. Um, but yeah, no, I think I took myself a little bit too seriously too back, back in the earlier days, which I forgot about until now. So. <laughs> well, and I, I uh, recently I was at the Babylon Bee event. They did their first ever live event in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, Tuttle Twins was a sponsor. And so I got to go up on stage and talk to the audience. They had about a thousand people. 
there. And, and it was very interesting, right? Because their whole approach is to, to laugh at things, but the things that they're talking about are very serious things. So they're using satire, which we've talked about before to, to be able to discuss issues that are very serious and problematic, but they're doing it with humor. And what's so interesting, seeing them at that event do some kind of stand-up uh, comedy and talk about these things, they were they were openly talking about how it, it's important to be lighthearted about serious things because it's such a, almost like a, a lubricant, like it, it, it just makes uh, things move along easier and conversations that can otherwise be, you know, difficult to have with people or controversial topics. If, if you're a little lighthearted about it, it just makes it easier to kind of work through that topic or talk about that issue. And so I, to me, that's that's a good lesson that even the hard stuff, even the serious things, whether it's, you know, political things or, you know, your job or going to school or family dynamics or things happening in your community or whatever the topic is, I feel like, you know, still being lighthearted about it is going to be a good way to, to talk about it at all with other people. No, I think that's an excellent point. That's one of my favorite things to do in comedy is talk about things. And some people might be like, oh, that's that's a little irreverent, you know, to certain things. But I think that's how people cope with we live in a kind of scary world in a lot of ways. I think it's a really I think there's a lot of hope in this world. and There's a lot of good things, but it's how we get through. But this this topic, I wanted to talk about this today because it reminded me of something Ronnie and I talked about a few weeks ago, which was the importance of not sweating the small stuff. And I thought that kind of pairs along with this, right? Like there's there's a time to be serious. There's a time to take the the you know the ups and downs in life. There's a time to take the the downs seriously, but there's so many serious things we have to deal with, and it's going to get worse as you get older because you're going to have to you know maybe you're taking care of a family and and having to put a roof over their head, and you have to worry about money things and and work and juggling all mm -hmm. these different things. Like there's so many things in your life you're going to have to deal with don't take everything so seriously. You know, it, it's so serious anyway. So being playful and being lighthearted and finding joy. I like that specifically, finding joy and, and even humor in the little things. And I know I like poking fun at myself. That's one of my favorite things to do. And one thing that the book talks about that I really like is that it's kind of empowering sometimes poking fun at yourself. Yeah. Not to the point where like you're putting yourself down all the time and it's like, okay, maybe we need to <laughs> say nicer things <laughs> about ourselves. Yeah, pull back a little bit. But I think in the book it talks about like if someone's teasing you, and I can't remember what the example was, but uh, you know, you could get embarrassed and you could get your feelings hurt or you could kind of play along with them. What is the old thing they say like have people laugh with you, not at you? was a yeah. thing. So yeah. instead of getting mad at someone or getting that, letting that get to you, like kind of playing along with it. And, and then it becomes really empowering. Cause then like, it's like, no one can even get to you because you're willing to be like, yeah, that is silly that I did that. Isn't, isn't it? And then laugh with them. And I really like that. Cause I do that probably too much. I'm like a class clown, but in all situations. Um, Brittany, but yeah, I, the, I, I pulled up the book just so we can oh, share perfect. that example really quick. So I'll, I'll read just a little portion from the book. So folks can see what you're what you're referencing. So it says, imagine you're in a group setting and someone makes a joke at your expense in front of everyone else. So you get red in the face, you're upset with the jokester, you're resentful about feeling maybe a bit outcast from the group. But now consider a different approach where you're the first person to laugh. It's disarming. This, this levity or being lighthearted about it would show that you understand you may have flaws and you're not afraid if others recognize that you can brush it off. Laughing at yourself is an important step to recognizing that not everything is the end of the world. Some things just aren't worth taking seriously. And this is a, a 
conversation that I have with my kids, uh, one of whom is now my boy is now our podcast editor. Uh, so he's learned how to edit these. So he listens to every podcast. So hi, Keaton, you're listening to this right now. And I'm sure he's smiling. And this is a conversation he and I have had before. I had to learn this as a kid as well, is that I, I was picked on a lot. I was teased. Um, I was I was very short for my age. I looked very young for my age. And so all through high school, I was uh, I was bullied. I was teased. It was it was not enjoyable at all. And um, and, and I, I handled it poorly. Right. I would come home crying. I would be upset. I would be angry at these people. And, and it was only kind of as I, I aged up a little bit, I started to realize that when I could just kind of laugh it off and be like, <laughs> whatever, guys, you know, or, and, and just let it roll off my shoulders. It, it it was disarming in, in the sense that uh, like when you disarm someone, like if someone has a gun and you disarm them, it means you're you're basically taking the gun away from them or you're taking the ammunition or you're, you're making it so that they're no longer armed. They're no longer with a gun. So in this context, when when you're using humor or laughter or not taking yourself seriously, it's disarming. And it means basically the same thing. You're taking the weapon out of the hands of the other person. It's not a gun. It's 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 insults. It's you know being mean, but you can actually disarm them with humor. And so when when I can be like, oh yeah, you know, I I published a book full of typos. Oh, haha, so silly, right? Like how ridiculous. Or oh, I I, I once uh, <laughs> I, I have this problem where I always forget to zip up my pants for some reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm still struggling with that. And that's uh, always embarrassing. Even as an adult, that's embarrassing. Oh yeah, it and my, my one. My wife is always pointing it out and, you know, for whatever reason, it doesn't always stick in my brain. And so one time I'm up on stage in front of like 1500 people receiving an award, giving a speech. I go sit down and I realize that my fly was down. And uh, and so, you know, I could I could be like, oh, so embarrassing. I'm mortified, blah, blah, blah. What if, you know, and or I could just like shrug it off and laugh and be like, oh, you know, so that's so silly. You know, uh, and, and just like, I don't know, it shows people also that you're a bit more confident about yourself when you're willing to be, be uh, when you're willing to laugh about your own faults, because we all have them. Let's stop pretending that we're all perfect and that we are living up to this amazing standard. Let's just, you know, have fun with life and roll with the punches. It's funny. I, I would say it almost makes people respect you. You know, they say like, if you stand up to a bully, they'll kind of respect you and, and stop picking on you. I noticed the, the humor part was true with my older brothers because I grew up with a lot of brothers and brothers love to tease. I'm sure there's some brothers listening to this who do some teasing. <laughs> but when I would joke back with them, it that like they kind of respect me more and stopped teasing me. Or, and this was always surprising, if I used humor back to them, sometimes my my older brother, we used to pick on him because he would cry easily if we teased him. This is terrible. But if sometimes like he would tease me and then I would make jokes back and then he couldn't handle it and then he cried and then we teased him more, which is not good. That's not the that's not the lesson of this uh, episode, but it's a funny memory. Um, but be, but it was that playful being light, being lighthearted that I think makes makes things just easier. I like to call it like taking a little mental vacation. And you reminded me of something. There's actually a form of of like love and appreciating someone called roasting. I don't know if you've heard of like a, what roasting yeah. is in comedy. And that's where you actually kind of get up and you tease each other, but on purpose. But it's all done like with love. Like it's all to like, like sometimes most for birthday time, parties. Right? Yeah, most of the time. Well, if it's most of the time, it should be. <laughs> that's the point. But it's just and it's just fun because I think it's just fun to sit and laugh at ourselves sometimes because life is crazy and it's silly and it's weird and it's hard. And so it's just fun to be playful and lighthearted 
And I know that the the least fun people to be around as adults are the people who take themselves way too seriously and you never see them laugh and you never see them smile. So yeah, like I know it, it sounds like a like a really silly, easy thing, but I think that will make your life so much more enjoyable. Well, and that's the point I make at the end of this this chapter in the in the book, How to Not Suck at Life. I said, it might seem counterintuitive, but those who don't take themselves too seriously have a higher level of confidence that creates a certain strength in their life, which is kind of what you're talking about. It's it's this weird like inverse relationship. Sometimes people feel like, oh, I need to be more serious uh, in order to be more successful or for people to take me seriously, right? And and in effect, to what you're saying, it's sometimes the opposite. The people who take themselves so seriously, other people, they don't take them seriously. They see them as problematic. They see themselves, they see those people as someone to not be around or or someone who's not as enjoyable. So it's almost like if you if you want to have more influence, if you want to be more credible, if you want people to like you or whatever, you need that level of confidence that attracts them to you and you're not going to have that confidence if every time someone teases you or criticizes you, you get angry or you take it personally. But when you have the ability to just let it roll off your shoulders and be like, "Oh, no big deal. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I I see your perspective on that. that that's a pretty good one." you know, good dig, good roast, you know, then, <laughs> then that, then that means you've achieved that level of confidence that is going to be attractive. Uh, I mean, whether dating or employment or, you know, whatever. So to me, that's a large part, especially for the the teenagers listening, you go through that awkward phase of, of, you know, struggling with self-confidence, peer pressure. Am I going to be liked by the other kids? Am I in the cool kids club? Whatever. And, and so as you're going through life trying to navigate that effectively, what you're trying to do is develop self-confidence. You're trying to determine how you can live and think in such a way that enables you to be confident in who you are, what you stand for, what you believe, what you're able to accomplish. And so for me as a dad with my kids, a lot of what I think about is how do I help my kids develop themselves so that they are confident about who they are? Because we're going to be criticized either behind our backs or on social media or sometimes in person if people have you know, enough uh, confidence to <laughs> criticize in person, which is rare these days. But we're going to be criticized. The attacks are going to come. There are going to be people who don't like us no matter what you do. And, and so how do we respond to that? How do we prepare for that? And, and to me, a lot of it just boils down to getting to know yourself, fully understanding what you believe, finding truth so that you can then be confident and say, you know, I know what I stand for. I know what I believe. I also know that I'm imperfect and I make mistakes. So let's laugh a little together. Let's enjoy life a little bit as we kind of move forward. So hopefully this, this uh, topic has been enjoyable for you guys. Uh, if you're interested, you can go check out on Amazon or elsewhere the book, How to Not Suck at Life, 89 tips for teens and we'll have that linked in the show notes page for you at tuttletwins.com slash podcast Brittany thanks as always and until next time we'll talk to you later talk to you later you've been listening to the way the world works make sure your family is subscribed and check out tuttletwins.com for more awesome content